Welcome to Story Over Everything with Edward Atwell and Chaz Reed. What's going on, everybody? This is Aaron Edward Atwell with Edward Atwell Films, here with my co-host, Chaz Reed. What is happening, Chaz? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? <laughs> How is it already funny? We didn't even do anything yet. I was just looking at you, man. It was just like, man, we haven't done this in a while, man. I know, right? <laughs> I Especially laughing. on the last episode, we got in that little mini argument talking about, dude, we're going to release two a week and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, we definitely man. dropped the ball on that one. Dude, but we picked up some other balls. That didn't come out right. <laughs> yeah, you might have picked up some balls. I ain't picking up no balls, buddy. Uh, I'm leaving that. In. I'm leaving that in just so you know. That's that's staying in the edit. Um, <clears throat> so, dude, Chaz, what's uh, what's been going on in your world? Man, my world has been weddings, um, travel, very little sleep. Um, that's really about it, man. Um, I just got back from Miami. I went up to, uh, my sister-in-law got married uh, in Miami. Got to see um, this cat, Stan Lowe Photography. He shot like Eva Marcella's wedding or something like that. He's like pretty big time. He was okay. their photographer and um, what was the um, the videography company that was out there? Um, I can't think of it off top, but this wedding it wasn't very big i would say maybe maybe about 80 people and um the media team was like seven people it was a lot of people dog wow and um hey you know sure money (laughs) do what you want to do with it yeah it's like that jg wentworth it didn't it definitely didn't need seven people it was like three photographers what? No, it was two photographers, one assistant for the photographer, and um, it was uh, four, three, three, three or four videographers. Three yeah. or four? Yeah, they were deep, bro. They were that's deep. wild. That's that's real deep, dude. Well, that's good, man. How did the uh, how did her wedding go? Did it go pretty smooth? Hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel yeah. you, dude. It was open bar, and I wasn't working, so I got drunk That's as nice. a skunk. Yep, <laughs> yep. I feel so, you, dude. So that I was my you. highlight, dude. And I had a wedding that Sunday. I got back Saturday. I had a wedding Sunday. Where's um, your wedding Sunday? I didn't even know it you was had at, one. Um, 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 Barclay, Barclay, Barclay Villa? Villa. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty That's, cool. Um, when you shoot at Barclay, that's when people act like you made it. I guess so. Yeah, well, that's how everybody acted when I got a couple bookings there. And then I was like, once you get there, it's like, it looks nice at the front. But then you're like, this is kind of just like an old house. It's it actually even... is a house, dude. Like the person yeah, that owns it, they live in like a little small house beside it. Oh, for real? I didn't know it, this. It's like a secret entrance to it. And they're kind of like in there chilling, basically, what? when stuff is going on. And when people like leave, they like go back in there and stuff. It's crazy. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. but That's a little bit weird. I did a wedding, uh, man, I can't remember the name of the venue, but it was just a, it was just a house, um, that they rent out like the first floor and people are just like chilling upstairs, like living while everybody's like downstairs doing wedding stuff. It was kind of weird. I've, I've done a joint like that. It was like a house. Like it was, it was probably like a legit house and they just made it like a wedding venue because it had like a field on the side. Yeah. They just had like a yard. Yeah. It was like like a house. Like. It wasn't a fancy house either. It was like a normal house. Right? Yeah. It's like, we could have just did that at your home. Like, it would have yeah. been the same, and you would have saved some money. Man, pay that pay that mortgage, man. Easy. Shoot. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to rent out my townhouse. We could do, like, a garage reception, you know? I'm with it, dog. <laughs> I think it'd be cool, dude. Get some real nice angles, some dope lighting. Heck, yeah. What you been up to, uh, man? Dude, I have been up to nothing. I lost my job, and... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, dude, I've been I've been mega busy, but not with weddings. I've been doing a lot of commercial work, mm-hmm. and it has been going outstanding. Um, really, outstanding is probably not even the right word. It's been going more than outstanding. Like weird. Like you're looking for like Ashton Kutcher playing some kind of joke on you. 
like when you head over to the bank to put the checks in it's like oh you got punked um, <laughs> but so far that hasn't happened um, so I've been doing that man doing a lot of commercials I've had two weddings this year so far um, one in the mountains at this place called Hawks Dean oh, uh, which man. I was just that reminded me yeah what's up of that amazing GoPro shot that you did that was the oh, best man. shot you ever did like in your life dog you know, I've heard some rumors. I don't want to. I don't want to put this out there too soon. But I've been put up for a couple of, of awards. I've heard some Emmys, Oscars, I uh, different you. types, different types of things. Um, they'll know. They'll know when they see it. You know what I mean? It was amazing. That's, that's just how it is. <laughs> it was amazing, um, dude. That wedding was uh, was awesome. Beautiful mountaintop wedding. Everything ran smooth. Wonderful couple. Everybody was great. Um, and then I did another wedding that was the complete opposite. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it, so let me start out just in case they ever feel like, oh, I'm going to pull up Aaron's podcast and see how it goes. Um, super nice couple. One of my favorite couples, like people-wise, that I've ever worked with. Good way to butter them um, up, Aaron. Right? Yeah, I'm still hoping they mail that tip in. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were, they were super nice, super sweet, like people you could be friends with. Um the wedding, though, <clears throat> while it served its purpose, it just wasn't what I'm used to, if that makes any sense. Please elaborate. Well, it was in a library. What? Yeah. Um, did they now meet? I will. Did they meet in a library or something? No. Nope. Hmm. No. They met at the zoo. I thought we were going to do a zoo wedding. That would have been cool. Okay. This, um, this is getting kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, so like the upstairs of the library where they did the ceremony, it actually looked pretty nice. Mm -hmm. um, had had some nice natural light. <clears throat> the problem is that it's a public library, and there was just people wandering around, you know, during the the ceremony. Um, but mm -hmm. it's it's all good, you know. We'll we'll hear more about that here shortly. Uh, but I do want to take a moment and introduce a special guest. Who? Well, you know, I don't want to get too much into the story, but today we have with us. Mark Viteri. What's happening, Mark? What's going on, Aaron? Dude. What's going on, Chess? <laughs> so, Mark, let's take a minute here um, and share your story. Why are, you, why are you even on this podcast right now? Because I love making film. I love creating uh, opportunities for people to... Um, to <laughs> <laughs> totally blank, bro. Dude, oh it's good. man, dude. So, <laughs> so I mean, I just, I just love creating films to where you know people can can look back on memories and have it last a lifetime. That's what I really enjoy doing. Yeah, I like that, dude. So, uh, tell the audience how you came to meet Chaz and I. I think it's an interesting story. So, uh, about two weeks ago, I was looking for a lens for my Sony A7 III. And I reached out to people on Instagram. It was probably about seven or eight people. It didn't really hit me back with an answer or anything. So, um, so I just thought to myself, well, since I'm not getting an answer, I mean, I'm still laying in, I'm still laying in bed, and you know, screw it. I'm just gonna hit up these two guys <laughs> that I listen to um, called Story Over Everything, and it's, and so I, I reached. I reached out to Chaz and Aaron, and like literally within a minute, I got a response back from Chaz, and I was like, "What? No, no way!" And then, and then uh, we got to talking about lenses and stuff like that. And I appreciate you for recommending what you did, so I appreciate you for that. And no and then I reached out to Aaron, and and then we started talking throughout the night. And he was like, "Have you gotten to any wedding?" you know, work or anything. And I said, no, but I'd love to, you know, dive into it. He said, well, I don't know if you remember on the New Hampshire episode, um, but we're, I'm, gonna, I'm actually gonna be in uh, Canton or in Ohio shooting a, a wedding. And if you wanted to join me, you know, you, by all means you can join. And I was like, absolutely, man. Heck mm. yes. Dope. So, so that's how I, uh, that's my story as far as how I met Aaron. <laughs> yeah, dude, so the cool thing is, and this is like a, a coming of age moment for me and Chaz in the podcast, is <clears throat> you are the first person that I know of 
that we met through the podcast who's been on the podcast, uh, which is super cool. It's like, uh, you know, like we're growing. Um, yeah, that's dope. Which is neat. You know, there's people just sitting around the world listening to us, which is also kind of scary. Like, how much power do we hold, Chaz? Could we change things? Mm, probably not, but... Well, we might could. You, you keep that pessimistic attitude. I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> uh, so, dude, Mark, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, I definitely had a good time hanging out with you, um, getting to know you, and, you know, doing that odd wedding. Tell the audience, uh, what, what was your opinion of your first ever wedding? What did you think about it? Uh, I'm going to say it was, I'm glad it was that wedding and not like <laughs> a, a traditional wedding because for me it was all about experience. That was my first one and I, like after watching the footage and stuff that I got, you know, I know what I need to work on. So I'm glad that that was more so a practice wedding for me, <laughs> but Dude, but I did get practice, a, I did bro. get like I did get like some some great shots, some drone footage as well. The drone footage was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm thrilled with with what I got and and gonna continue to move forward. And you know I'm looking forward to uh, September. That is what's up. What's in September? Uh, you, that's, you asked, you asked, you asked, is it August? Yeah, it's August. Oh, dude, I thought it was August 3rd then, right? Uh, you know what? I'm not really sure of the date. I don't do a lot of uh, calendar work, but I mean, you'll definitely know before that. Um, gotcha. Before that date. Yeah, so I've actually, I've got another wedding in the same area, Chaz, that I needed a, another shooter on. So yeah. I was like, why not just bring Mark? Might as well. You know, seems legitimate to me. Yep. Uh, he didn't stab me in the ribcage or nothing when we met, so that's always, that's always a positive sign, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, no shanks, no stabbings. Uh, so, you know, that's that's good stuff. Um, so, Mark, the wedding, you know, if we're being honest, it was not eventful. Um, it was very untraditional. They had a ceremony. Um, they did have a couple small toasts, but there was no garter. There was no bouquet toss. There was none of the stuff that makes a wedding, like, a celebration really um, I mean they cut out super early like we were leaving at like 745 mm. um, and we were like the last ones out it wasn't even like you know we skipped out early or anything um, being that it wasn't a normal wedding what did you learn is there anything you learned that you could share like you know just whatever anything okay so as far as like my shots because I tend to like move around in my shots like, that's just kind of been my style up until, you know, I started, you know, filming at a wedding. And I could totally tell the difference between letting the, uh, letting the, the people do the movements and letting the, letting everybody just like move. And I just stand in one spot. Just let the scene move. You don't move. Yeah. So I learned that for sure. I also learned that uh, autofocus isn't your best friend. <laughs> Glad you learned it. Glad you yeah. learned it. Dude, it's funny that you say that because a lot of people are big advocates of movement in, in their wedding videos. Um, of course, you know now that I am not. I, in fact, mostly hate it Yeah. because people tend to rely on it trying to make something look cinematic, quote unquote, instead of using it, uh, you know, how I think it should be used, at least in my opinion you know, to match the emotions. So I know Chaz here, um, when he does his dancing footage, you know, he's not afraid to get in there and have the camera dance a little, which makes sense because, you know, it mirrors the en energy uh, that he's trying to, you know, communicate with the viewer. Um, but I've noticed, Chaz, it seems like you don't move as much as you used to. What's going on, man? Um, I don't, man. I, I'm definitely... I'm more focused on composition mm -hmm. and um, thinking my shots through instead of, you know, just filming every single thing. I think in the beginning, we feel like we have to capture every freaking minor detail and every, just everything. Mm -hmm. And when you get to the editing table, you either have too many ingredients to make the pizza and you like never make it. I like that. 
but I'm more I'm more or less focused on having the right ingredients to make the pizza now. Ooh. You know. Okay. I like, I, was that the nugget of the day? No, actually, um Jeez, shit, that's deep though. Today? Well don't share it yet. It's not time no, for the nugget of the day yet. I forgot it. I thought about it earlier. It'll come back anyways. But it'll um, come back, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember the nugget of the day. I'm gonna write it down. Um <laughs> You're hilarious, dude. So, yeah. Dude, I like that, though. I like the analogy. Like, don't focus on trying to make that supreme, all the ingredients you can pizza. Yeah. Focus on making that five-star exact recipe pizza. Right. I like that. And now I want to eat pizza. Me too. I haven't had pizza in a solid year or more. I had pizza like two days ago. Dang, I'm jealous, dude. I like One pizza. One day I'm going to eat pizza again. <laughs> uh, Mark, what's your take on pizza, dude? I work at a pizza place, so... <laughs> <laughs> So, Does that mean you really love it or you hate it now? Oh, really I love it. Oh, I love man. it. Dude, I eat pizza like five days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me or can you not really trust people who don't like pizza? I always feel that way when somebody's like, oh, I'm not really into pizza. No, I can, trust, like, I can trust those people. The people I can't trust are the people that eat pizza with a fork. Okay, now we're on a different level. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't even talk to those people. Sometimes I eat pizza with a fork because that joint <laughs> be hot, man. It be hot, <laughs> man. Taz. It's hot, man. I got to cut it, then I blow it off, <laughs> and then I eat it until it gets cool. Once it gets cool, I pick the rest up. But in the beginning, so, nah, man, I can't do it, dog. Now I, I got several things I need to know about you guys. Now that we're talking about pizza, <laughs> how do you hold your pizza? Are you like a, a hold in the middle and fold kind of guy? Yep. Or it's me, yeah, now. yeah. What about you, uh, Mark? You do the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Fold it. So, <clears throat> quick story here. And this pretty much ended, you know, part of my family for a while. And it's going to sound dumb, right? But it did. Um, my sister-in-law only likes one kind of pizza, ham and pineapple, right? So whenever we do, you know, like family get-togethers and there's pizza, there's always like a small ham and pineapple, but everyone understands that's her pizza. Um, so I went through this stage where I thought it would be funny to do what I call a double stack. Right, so I get two pieces of pizza, put them on top of each other, and, like a sandwich, and eat it. Right, I did it as a joke, you know, trying to be funny. And then two of her pieces of pizza are missing. Right, oh. so she comes in and she's like, who ate my pizza? And she's the kind of person that's like pretty sharp around the edges, you know what I mean? Like, she'll cut you, uh, no lie. <laughs> um, so she comes in, says that, and then my brother-in-law it's like, Aaron double stacked your pizza. I saw him do it. And so I'm like, wait a second. But then it's too late because now everybody's already looking at me like, why would you do this? Like, we know you double stack pizza. Like, and there's two pieces missing. So like all the evidence was, was against me. Um, dude, she was madder about that pizza for like a few years than she should have been. Um, and then come down the road and like it comes up on a family vacation. We always take like a two week all family you know, to the beach kind of thing. And it comes up and she makes like this comment, like, oh, like, you know, don't let Aaron near my pizza. And then here comes my brother-in-law, like he just dies laughing. And we're all like, what's going on? He was like, it was me that ate your pizza. <laughs> like so many years ago, he had ate the pizza and then just blamed it on me as soon as she walked in. And that's what everybody believed. And then I was like, I told you guys, dude, like I didn't eat the pizza. Like, why would you think I'm just lying? Like, oh, let me sneak this pizza. It's like $10, dude. It just made me irritated. Oh, so, man. with that being said, uh, I do the same thing. I hold it in the middle, fold it a little, and, uh, you know, just go to town. At least that's how I used to. But one day, I'll rediscover that talent. Um, dude, so, uh, Mark, another question for you, dude. What is it, um, you know, coming from your perspective, this was your first wedding. What is it that you can take from this wedding and apply to the work you're doing in the future, like moving forward? I'm going to have to support what Chaz said earlier um, about not filming every single thing that happens during the day because mm -hmm. that is exactly what I did because I was like, I was like, flip, like you can even see on my face, bro. Like I was stressing <laughs> out like, and you're just over here like, dude, Mark, chill out, man. Like it's going to be <laughs> fine. I'm like, dude, Aaron, you don't understand. Like I, we got to make sure we get this. <laughs> and he's just like, whatever. <laughs> Dude, so, it's like, so funny. He <laughs> <laughs> did that with me too, this, man. Taz, there was this one point in the day. Um, <laughs> so we've got this little lull between uh, like prep and first look, right? Yeah. 
And so I was like, well, let's go capture some of the details in the reception room, you know, while we're waiting. It's empty, it's all set up, like it's a perfect time. Um, so I run around the room, grab some stuff. Mark goes to this table that's like the, I think it was like the gift table maybe. I'm not sure what it was, but it had like some stuff on it. Um, and I run around the room, grab my clips, and he's filming this table. And then I go and set up the first look and I come back and he's still at the table. And I'm just thinking like, what's he doing? Like, like there's only like a few things on the table. And what it looks like he was doing is like trying to get like different angles and like different shots and like yeah. it just like I could tell he was like man I need like what if I don't cover this good enough like are they gonna miss this table who knows <laughs> um, dude that's funny so how do you plan Mark on uh, or you know how do you plan on doing doing that differently in the future Chaz is just smiling <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna focus on you know. Uh, you know, standing at one spot where I believe is going to be the best angle and understanding, like planning my shots is what I'm going to be doing. Because that's before mm -hmm. I didn't plan anything. I didn't even know about the venue, where it was at. I had no <laughs> idea what was going on. And so, like, welcome to weddings. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they also didn't have a wedding planner, so that that was like. Mm. Don't get chest started. Yeah. That was even worse too. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I had no idea what was happening so like just understanding like how weddings work is going to be like my first it's going to be like my first like uh, thing i need to start looking looking up on what happens during the day at a wedding mm -hmm. so like i haven't been able to do that yet but that's i'm going to start there but Dude, like it's, it's just focusing you on said that. Shots. yeah um i remember my first wedding and like all this, all this like jargon is going around. And before my first wedding, I don't think I'd ever been to like a wedding personally, <laughs> except my own. Um, and they're just saying things like cocktail hour and like processionals and things like that. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm missing something because I don't know what any of that is. Oh, um, it still went rather smoothly because I just <laughs> fake it until I make it. Um, just pretend like, oh yeah, like cocktail hour, I'll be there. Don't worry. Uh, we're cocktail hour. <laughs> Yeah, you told me, you were like, hey, uh, so you're going to go in there for like, I want 25 clips at cocktail hour. I was like, I looked at you, I was like, what are you talking about? What is that? Oh, man, sorry, dude. I guess uh, I didn't even think to explain that. Uh, I was like, great. So then like, I'm just yeah, like. Yeah, I've got you, bro. So then I'm just like standing there like trying to capture what you asked me to and just like everybody is staring at me because I'm in a, a a shirt and tie and uh my jacket on I'm like oh dude I'm sticking out like a sore throat sore thumb like mm. dude it's so funny because Mark was literally the best dressed person at this wedding <laughs> dude, like so hey, I appreciate what, that I kind of remember I wore like uh, I wore some blue chinos a black you know crew neck t-shirt and a pullover black uh, sweater. And <laughs> well, that's pretty standard for me. And you know, everybody else is dressed pretty normal wedding, a little informal though. And Mark rolls up. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Mark went to Waffle House for breakfast and uh. he hops out of his car and I'm like, what in the world? Like dude is wearing like a two piece or maybe a three piece suit without the jacket. And he's got like this sharp tie and he's got like this like fashion magazine overcoat on like a trench coat and he's got like his man bun i was like dude like are you trying out for like a gig today or something like <laughs> it was hilarious dude oh man this is this oh, is so like, funny because i yo everybody's been through this everybody i know your yeah, exact dude. same story like Dress man, I my first wedding I wore like a bow tie with a vest on, with an undershirt. I had on the the hard bottoms, you know, and you just you just you don't know what's going on. You shooting everything. People are saying things you don't know what the heck it means, but you're just like, all right, let's go with it. And you yeah, just man. you just you, you, you just get over it, and you just understand it over time, man. It is so funny, dude. My first wedding, I did the same thing. I didn't, I didn't wear a jacket, but I did have a tie on. Um, my biggest mistake, though, was I tried to wear shoes that looked good. Yep. Um, I was up. like, I need my shoes to like look dope, you know. And unfortunately, 
by like the end of the ceremony, I was like, I've got to figure something out. Like, this isn't going to work. I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Um, it was a disaster. I didn't like that. Um, <clears throat> dude, Chaz, what are your thoughts uh, so far on what he's saying? You got anything to add? Nah, man. You, um, you're headed in the right direction. Just, you know, keep grinding. Everything else, um, everything else will pay off. Um, the the jargon and all of this stuff, timelines. You'll get all that type of stuff from your um, your wedding planners. Um, you know, so it won't be as confusing. Even though I, I, I it's definitely not gonna hardly ever be on time. But Mm-mm. you'll still kind of be in a loop, and um, you know, it's just just the same way you find your shooting style. You'll find your same shooting style when it comes to weddings. You know, I know people, I know people that shoot weddings a hundred percent on gimbals. You know, it's just their style. It's just what they like to do. So um, whatever whatever is comfortable for you, where you can get to the point where you're able to capture, you know, everything you need, but still be comfortable and confident in what you're doing. So. You're doing great, dude. Keep it up. Dude, this is why people need somebody like Chaz in their life. It's just that sage wisdom. There's just something behind it. It's like Chaz has done this before, you know, and he's willing to share that experience. I like that about Chaz. Um, So, dude, my next question for you, Mark, um, is actually uh, regarding Chaz and myself, myself and Chaz. I'm not an English major. I don't know how to say those things. Um, But being that you're a beginner, you've now officially done one wedding. And, you know, kind of got the flow of things. You see how they're going. Um, being a podcast listener, is there anything else that Chaz and I can do in the future to help better prepare people in your position apart from bringing them to weddings? Maybe have an episode on jargon because I had no idea what I was doing when you said cocktail hour. And, mm-hmm. like, I had no idea what was going on. Maybe just talk about, like, some common terms that you know that are said during the wedding also um if you have a second shooter um because <laughs> when you gave me my gh5 and at the uh when at the ceremony you're like all right make sure this is on her eyes <laughs> and so bro i listened directly on what you told me so my my lens is zoomed in on her eye like <laughs> To clarify what I meant, Chaz, <laughs> is on the rule of thirds grid, I had her eyes centered on one of the thirds. Yeah. And when I said, keep this on her eyes, I meant that third. <laughs> and Mark was like, got it, bro. <laughs> Zoom all the way. Yeah, dude, so. It's like this. It's like this. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so oh, good, though. Man. I'm going to use every bit of it. They're going to be like, this is such an emotional video. We're yeah. all in your, like, oh. we were in the wedding pretty much. Oh, oh dude, it's so funny. But, yeah, just dude, as, just like common jargon, really. That's I know that's something that you guys haven't touched on, but as far as everything else goes, you guys talk about gear, talk about weddings, um, stuff like that, and solo shooting and keeping it simple. I like how you do your B-roll, which is pretty cool. Very simple mm-hmm. and, and quick. Super simple. And uh, as you could tell, like you were done with your B-roll shots, and I was still sitting there, like <laughs> making sure I got everything. So that just that just proves to me, like, yo, you need to you need to make it more simple. So yeah, dude, simplicity, especially in a live event, because um, the more moving parts, the more things there are that can mess up and break. Um, and that's just you know my opinion, and the way I found has worked for me is like just keep it super simple. And you can focus on composing shots and discovering what you even want to be in the video. Um, But I like that. So I've got one more question for you, dude. Um, What advice can you give to people out there? So, you know, whoever's listening to this hasn't got their first wedding yet. They're nervous. They're scared. They got one booked. They haven't done it. Whatever the situation is, what can you give, give to them? Like, you know, any advice, any comments? So, I mean, my advice is, you know, reach out to people and, you know, whether you get a response or not, I mean, just keep on pushing and don't accept no as an answer. And so, like, once you, if somebody gives you a no, you know, just reach out to the next person. And if that person doesn't respond, reach out to the next person. That's what I continue to do until I got to you. And 
I was just fortunate that you said, hey, you know, if you want to do a second, if you want to be my second shooter at this wedding, by all means, man, join in. And I love the fact that you thought I was going to pull out and not join. But, dude, <laughs> I, I was in it for sure. So my advice is just continue to reach out to people, whether it's Aaron or join the, join the Facebook page for sure because everybody's making, like, referrals or, like, asking for help. So if there's any upcoming videographer or cinematographer, whatever it is, if they, you know, if they're just beginning, join that page because there's everybody there who wants to, to help everyone out. And so I, I appreciate the page. I follow it and I, and I watch all the content that's on there. So it, it helps me focusing on, you know, it, it just, it gives me like inspiration, really. Nice. So. Dude, that's nice to hear. And I will have to say real quick, Chaz, is uh, we did not pay him to say any of that. <laughs> yep. um, this this episode is not sponsored by Mark uh, Viteri. Viteri. <laughs> um, it is instead sponsored by Squarespace. Get your, I'm just kidding. We're not sponsored by anyone. <laughs> We're, I'm going to get sued now because I said Squarespace on, on the uh, podcast. But that's okay. Tell them to bring it. My bank account's full. No, I'm playing. It's not full enough to beat Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> they would laugh so hard at me. <laughs> oh my god, uh, dude, Chaz, what's the deal, man? How many how many weddings you got booked up now, dude? Um, this year I'm at <clears throat> I'm at 37 right now. Oh my gosh, I'm at um seven seven for next year. So what? once I hit 40, I'm gonna really stop. I know I said 30 this year, but I thought you said 20 at first. I probably did. I thought you said 20, and then you're like, bro, I got 25, and then you got 30. And I was like, oh, dude, that's crazy. Like, it's time to slow up. And you're like, nah, I'm going for 40. <clears throat> what's yeah, your, uh, I figure what's once your I plan to 40, get all those done? To do what? I said, what's your plan to get all those done? Hustle hard. Hustle harder. Get money. There it is. <laughs> that's it, dog. Dude, that's wild. <laughs> What is, what's your goal? Like, how many do you want to do a year? I would say, like, um, once I go up on my prices again this year, it'll probably be 30 for next year for sure. Shoot. Yeah, I don't I don't want to um, overextend too much. I feel like 30 is cool. Do you feel like that? I don't feel that. Yeah, I think 30 is cool because I don't want to be – I don't want to be the guy that, you know, charges a grip and only does, like, 20 weddings a year because I'm going to be bored. You know what I'm saying? Like – yeah, I feel you. I, I like the, cons- the the somewhat consistency of, um, you know, 30 or more, 30 to 40 weddings. Yeah. See, I'm a little bit different. Um, I think I've probably got like 15 this year. Yeah. And I'm not really trying to book any other ones. Yeah. They, uh, I don't know, man. The uh, The commercial side keeps picking up and they keep throwing money at me in larger amounts and faster payments that... It's hard to want to book more weddings, you know, that I don't want to do. Yeah. So, like, last year, if you could meet my price and you didn't hit any of my red flags, we're good to go. You know, I'm happy with that. Right. This year, I've been a lot more selective. Um, now, this one I just did, and, like, that was booked a, a while back, so clearly I wasn't very selective um, on that one. But, like, if I'm not filling your venue or, you know, something like that, or I don't feel like it's going to make my portfolio look better to future clients, uh, this year I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Maybe it's not a good fit for me. Keep um, in mind. I say that. Um, I say that now. But watch me be broken in, in, you know, September and be like, hey, come on, come on, half-price wedding videos. <laughs> keep in mind, Philip. he said he shot, like, like, 30 or 40 mm. something weddings one year and like only one of them made it to his website so that's crazy right it's all about the smoke and mirrors man you gotta eat it is you gotta eat I'm definitely eating um, but dude I think that's good advice so I've had several people reach out talking about that because I think you mentioned that on the was it the last episode about the smoke and mirrors and how many go into your site yeah probably yeah I had a lot of people message me and be like is this true like, is this really what people do? Um, and I, th- I guess it is. Like, it seems pretty common now that you've mentioned it, that 
you know, most people, especially higher end video people. Yeah, I was about to say, you got to like, look at higher end people. They're not switching around their websites every day. It's kind of like, well, because I mean, really though, like, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a couple and I go on your site and like your videos, I'm probably not going back on your site for anything else. So why we really wouldn't need to change it, you know? Right. Like after you do my wedding, I'm not going to be like, I wonder what Chaz's site is up to these days. Right. Um, <clears throat> no. But yeah, I think that uh, I think the one I'm working on now, I'm probably going to put on my website. But the rest of them, I don't even know. Dude, when I first met you, when I first met you, or or whatever, I don't even remember. How that, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't even remember how we met. But I remember going <laughs> on your website, and you had like three videos up there, and they were old too. Yeah. And that was I'm, it, uh, like you know. But I'm you were bad about stuff. updating my site. Yeah, I'm bad too. I want to pay somebody to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I know some people that'll do it for you, bro. You you just, tell them, tell let them me know when you're ready. Tell them give me a holler. Cause my bank account's fat, yo. <laughs> dude, you're crazy. Um, no, dude, like that's my problem. Is like I've got a, a website for my commercial work that I literally don't even have one piece of commercial work on. Mm. That's just sitting there. And I, ju- I mean, I use the email, but like I don't know. People don't ask to see it, so I don't offer it. You know. Yeah. Nobody's ever been like, "Hey, dude, like I looked at your website, I didn't see anything." Um, so maybe I'll update it one day. I don't know. Um, dude, so we got something important popping up here, Chaz. Yes, we do. I think you, I think you know what time it is. I definitely do. What Ch- time is it? It's time for the nugget of the day. Go ahead and drop that music. Chaz, it's time. Nugget of the day. The nugget of the day, man. The nugget of the day. The nugget of the day, man. All right. So check <laughs> it. So today I was on a call with the, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I was on a call with the bride. She's getting married in um in Orlando. She was like, hey, I didn't know if you did destination weddings, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she got to talking about the other vendors that she had been reaching out to. And she reached out to this one vendor and his price was like $3,800 or something like that. But he required a 50% deposit to book. Yeah. Um, now, for people who aren't married, whenever you're doing a wedding, it's a lot of deposits that you're making and it adds mm-hmm. up. She just spent $5,000 on the deposit for her venue. So for her to come out and pay, you know, $1,600, $1,800 to, you know, the videographer was a little steep. She said she even tried to get the videographer to go to like $1,300 or something for the deposit. Mm-hmm. And he stood firm on his ground. He was like, no. Long story short, whoever that guy is, thank you. Um, because I don't require 50% and I'm more lenient because it's my business. I set yeah. the rules. If I want to do it, I do it. So, you know, because he was so firm in his ground of his business, which there's nothing wrong with it, you know, understand where you need to be firm with and understand where you need to be more lenient with. You know, not everybody is in the same predicament as your last couple. So understand all of the taking a lot of the different um circumstances that might be going on in that particular situation and you evaluate what you want to do you know if you want to stand your ground go ahead and stand your ground but the nugget of the day is guys you're the boss understand that if it's a rule you can bend it you know Mm -hmm. you can break it you can tighten it up you can do whatever you want to do with it because at the end of the day it's your business so don't be such a stifler on certain things to the point where you're losing money you know, like if you say you require 50 percent, I got it. But if the client is like a hundred or two hundred dollars short from the 50 percent are like, am I not going to take the deposit? Like, is it that serious? <laughs> no, it's not. You know, you're going to get all the money sooner or later. So, um, yeah, that was my, you know, nugget of the day. What you got for Dude, me, Aaron? That is honestly one of my favorite nuggets of the day that I've ever heard. Um, and it's actually something that I used today. I booked a wedding today. Um, and so this one was actually a referral from Kyle, uh, Kyle Tindall. We've had him on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he hit me up and was like, are you free on this date? And I was like, yeah, I'm still free. And so he put the bride in contact with me and her budget was 3000. Mm-hmm. Okay. My starting price is 3,500 for my highlight package. Right. And she was thinking like, you know, I could probably swing 35. Right. But what she really wanted 
was my $4,500 package. Right. Okay, so that's that's a quite a leap. That's a $1,500 difference between her $3,000 budget and the package that she wanted. <coughs> uh, so when I could tell, I mean, she was she was sold on the package. Her mother was sold on the package. It's a great package. Who wouldn't be? Right. Um, and what I did was I broke my own rules, Chaz. Um, I did not give a discount uh, because that's one of the rules I don't like to break. Right. Um, but I thought... You know, how can I help her get what she wants and get what I want at the same time? Right. So I said, how about this? Tell me how this sounds, Mom. Um, why don't we do... And you know what? This is going to be my nugget of the of the year. Uh, because this is something I've done to book higher-priced jobs than the people wanted to pay. Um, I hope that didn't come off wrong. Like, I'm not, like, trying to steal people's money or anything. But, like, you know, I, I've upsold them, I guess you could say. Um, on the things that they want, but they can't afford. So what I did, and I said, how about this? Let's do the 4,500 package, 25% deposit. That's my deposit is 25%. And then generally I do the other 75 10 days before your wedding. If you don't pay the other 75 10 days before your wedding, you're not gonna have Edward Atwell Films there to film it. Um, now, let's say if you like, if you hit me up on the 10th day and you're like, hey, like I get paid in two days, I'm not going to be like, well, sorry, contract's void. Um, definitely not that guy. But if you don't pay me like by the night before, like I'm not about to hop on my flight and go there or in my rental car and go there. Um, <clears throat> so what I said was like, how about we do this? 25% deposit, 10 days before, give me another 25, right? And then I'll give you two weeks after the wedding to come up with the rest because the way I understand it from my couples, a lot of people get cash for gifts at weddings. Um, and so that's something I've used, you know, to bump clients, in this case, $1,500 from where she wanted to stay at, but she, she really wanted the other package. She just didn't know how to come up with the extra money. Yep. So that, that extra time, you know, was able to let her use her gifts because she's, she's pretty sure she's getting money for gifts that she can use towards me. Like, why? Like Chad said, why use a rule that's going to limit the amount of money I can get? You know, like, I don't like to put a cap on it. I'm okay with waiting two weeks to start editing the video. Like, I wasn't going to edit it that soon anyway. Um, like, I think it would be better for me to get the $4,500 instead of $3,000. You know what I mean? Yep, big facts. Yeah, dude, that's a great nugget of the day. I might play that twice just on this podcast. I'm going to edit it back in so people really get that. Uh, <clears throat> Mark, dude, falling asleep over here. Um, tell it, tell it like it is, man. What do you, what do you have? You got me and Chaz here. Um, now, I mean, we're not like industry giants or anything like that. But you know, you're a beginner. You have access. Anything you need to know. Any questions? No holes barred. What do you got? As far as questions, how, go. how can we help? Yeah, how can we help you, dude? Okay. Well, uh, one is is starting out like my price point that mm. uh, that is like where I need really need to hone in at um, so that's that's something that I need to straighten out and then landing clients because dude I work 40 to 50 hours a week at uh, at my first job and then you know I'm in touch with you and you're landing checks that I make in half a year or that that it takes me half a year to make and you're landing it in like three weeks bro and so yeah. not only is that a motivation but it's just like dude i need to get to where you're at i know it's not going to happen over time but that is su super inspiring to be like dude anything is possible as long as you keep hustling and grinding and reaching out and accepting no as the final answer you cannot accept no as the final answer is what i meant to say so nice dude I like that. So I do have a story to tell, but I want to hear Chaz's opinion on this. Um, because let's be honest, Chaz is more sensible than Aaron is. Um, he lives in the real world <laughs> where I, you know, I'm a, I'm a dreamer, I guess you could say. Um, Chaz, what is your opinion? Like, how do you start out your pricing? What do you want to make? <laughs> it's so funny because I was going to say the same exact thing. Um, I know we did talk about, me and Chaz, um, we did an episode on pricing and like how to come up with like a very base like I'm not losing cash price. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, any listeners out there who have not yet watched my Rob Adams rebuttal video, that's the first name drop I've ever done on this podcast. Um, please do watch it because anyone who's anyone who's seen his video 
about how wedding videographers make less than fast food workers. Uh, it is complete and utter garbage. Um, seems like a nice guy. Seems like he's good intentioned. I don't know him. Never met him. Probably never will. But it's not true. It's so untrue that, uh, and I know that because I used to work in a fast food joint, and I make a whole lot more money now than I did then, like a whole whole lot. Um, but yeah. So Chess, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. Interrupting Aaron here. Um, <clears throat> I would I would really say think about how much work you're gonna put in because you already shot a wedding before. You know, you second shot a wedding. And I would really sit back and be like, yo, all that time and effort that I put in there, how much do I want to make? Um, I'm not saying that you want to, you know, that your first price should be, you know, $4,000. You know, I would I would look at it more like, what's my, what's my bare minimum for on-the-job training pay? And mm-hmm. that would probably be my first price that I started wedding with. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's on the job training, you know, and you're getting paid for it. And, um, you know, the better it is, the more, you know, the, the better of a job that you do at it, the more expensive you look, the more money you can ask for next time, you know. So maybe the first one is 500. You know, you made 500 bucks in a day or two, whatever, however long it took you to edit it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it looks like a $2,000 wedding, you know, a $2,000 video. Next one, double your price. See what happens. You know, um, put your product out there and so forth and so forth, man. It's just, it's a lot of, um, there's really no set way, no set standard. It's more or less trial and error. Um, see what works, see what doesn't work. See if works if it works too good, then you know I need to change something else. You know, um, I forgot who it was, but somebody said I heard it on a podcast somewhere. But they were like, they once they book a cer- a package a certain amount of times, they they up the price on it. Like so, if they book this, if they have a a, a twenty five hundred dollar package, if that twenty five hundred dollar package get booked gets booked seven times, they raise it up like two hundred more dollars, and they just do that every time something happens. Until it gets to the point where it doesn't get booked as much, and then they just bring it right back down, you know, that extra two hundred to kind of like smooth it back out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and that's great advice. That's really it, dude. That's so good. And here's the thing, uh, Chaz. I'm sure you've noticed this too. I mean, you've been around the industry longer than I have, um, <clears throat> but you have a lot of people who come into it, you know, get one wedding under their belt. You know, say they do the first one for free, 500, 600, 800, whatever they get it for. Um, And then that second one, they're like, well, other people are charging 5,000. I'm going to ask for that. Um, But, yeah, I would caution people against that, you know, growing too quickly or thinking that you've grown too quickly. Um, And there's no shit. Like, so I know in a lot of these groups, I know a lot of our listeners are in multiple groups. Um, Anytime somebody's like booking a a five or six hundred dollar wedding, there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of <clears throat> just like, I mean, how dumb could you be to book a $500 wedding? Like, you're an idiot. That's how they make you feel, mm. um, which is completely stupid, in my opinion. Because you Again, ain't going to do it. Let them do it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> N- number one, that's true. Like, <laughs> you know, those fish aren't in my pond anymore. Right. Um, but at one point they were. And, you know, I know I didn't like feeling like like scum, like, man, I got to do this cheap wedding and then do a disservice to my customers because I didn't really want to be there. Um when, when I broke it down, though, the way I was able to overcome that is like, are there people out here charging $20,000 for weddings? Yeah, I'm not one of them. Not yet, anyway. Um, <clears throat> but the way I always like to look at it was, what other job am I going to do where split between two days of work, I'm going to make 500 bucks? Not a whole lot, right? Like, I'm not going to go get a job at Sonic or Burger King um, or, or other places where they're gonna be like, hey, here's $250 every day you'll, you'll be here. Um, I mean, that's, that's close to $70,000 a year, which is pretty far beyond the median income you know, in America. Most people aren't making 70K. So there's no shame to be had you know, make, in doing a $500 wedding. Uh, so Mark, that's some advice for you. Like if your first wedding is 500 bucks, don't feel like you didn't achieve enough. Uh, because you're getting somebody's paying you 500 bucks to do something you want to do for a living, you know, that you love to do. That's a win, dude. 
that's always a win. You know, looking back, if I would have thought somebody would pay me $500 to do a video, like, you probably couldn't even convince me of that, you know? Like, before I got into, you know, doing paid videos. So I think that's awesome. Um, what was the other thing you said? You had another one. Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, finding clients. Yeah, that was my other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, dude, so... <clears throat> Finding clients, uh, and I, I'm going to actually do um, another. So I did a live course not too long ago, um, a small live course, and I'm, I'm about to launch another one about, you know, hear my correct grammar? I am about to launch another one um, and really give like a blueprint on how to find clients and not just like advice, but like take these steps to find clients. Um, but I will say still to this day, um, I'm going on three years now, I think, of full-time video. And I have booked exactly zero customers that weren't either referrals or from Facebook. Those are the only two places I've ever gotten a customer. Um, I've never never been on Wedding Wire, never been on The Knot, um, never paid for Google AdWords or whatever else is out there, I don't even know, like yellowpages.com, whatever people are paying for, you know, to get their name out of there. Uh, this is not one of those things where you have to drop a ton of cash up front to get customers. <clears throat> now, I mean, you do have to have gear, or you can rent gear, I guess. But there's, there's plenty of free methods to get customers. Uh, it's just a matter of bringing value to the table, communicating it properly, and, you know, caring about them. <clears throat> Biggest place to do that is Facebook groups, um, which I still book weddings off of Facebook groups. You know, for example, the Ohio group where I booked the Ohio weddings from, I'm just a member of it. Like, I don't advertise there. You're not even allowed to advertise. But, you know, every once in a while, a bride will hop on there or a bride-to-be and be like, hey, like, I've got a video question. Okay, that's where I come in. So I just give them advice, like no strings attached, not like, hey, DM me and like maybe I can book for, you know, whatever like that. Um, I really just care for them, <clears throat> try to help them solve their problems. And you'll be surprised how many people that don't even comment on it will message me and be like, hey, like I saw your work, I love it. Like, you know, are you free on my date? Um, so just like focus on bringing that value and the leads will come, dude. Uh, but like I said, I'm going to do a live course with more detailed, like exact, precise steps to book those things um, because it's super simple. It's not that hard. Well, the other thing is, is that like when I go to reach out to a client and they're like looking for a wedding videographer, however, the only wedding that I have is the one you and I did. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, I mean, do I just yeah. start with that or? Yes. Okay. Absolutely, dude. Because... Um, well, I mean, dude, like nobody books, well, I can't say nobody. I guess a lot of people probably start second shooting. Um, but for people like me, I've n I never had even been to a wedding, much less second shot one. Um, <clears throat> and Chaz, you good over there? What's going on? Yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to like get my attention or maybe wave away a fly or something. It's hard to say. <laughs> oh, man. The lighting sucks balls here, dog. Um, yeah, mine does too. It's okay. Um, no, what I was saying, though, is, like, I booked my first one with no highlight reel to speak of. Um, like, I didn't have, like, some dope videos to show and be like, hey, check out all this other work I've done. Um, <clears throat> so, like, you're, you're already starting ahead of where, where I started out. Um, the other thing is I used that first wedding video, which wasn't that good, to book, like, the next 12 or 13 weddings. Um, like before I had even like done anything else, like I just had this janky wedding video and like, you know, just shared it with people. I was like, hey, I made this, do you like it? If so, like, let's talk. Um, and I used that first wedding video from, I got 500 bucks for, to book a $600 wedding, a $1,200 wedding, a $1,500 wedding, like the same ones, like just over and over. Um, <clears throat> I in fact think, my main videos on my website are still from like middle of the year last year 
Like I literally haven't even put anything else up there. Um, so like, yeah, dude, the footage that you got from the wedding we did, make it look cool. Like if you need any of my stuff, I think I got to send you the audio still. Did you get the audio? Uh, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, be on your case about it or anything, but you know, nah, you know, dude, whenever you, you gotta get be it. on my case, if you want to get it done. Cause I, I got so many things I just forget. Um, Chaz is like, look at Chaz. He's like, yeah, Aaron forgets everything. I do. <laughs> like I'm, I'm bad about forgetting things. Um, but yeah, dude. I'll send you that audio and just like make it your own. Like you don't even have to tell people like, Hey, I second shot this wedding. Just present it. Like this is a Mark Viteri film. Like, you know, this is, this is my work. Make it dope. Book some weddings, dude. I don't care. Man, it's not mine. Just use, use your shots. Like you were there. It's your, Mm -hmm. it's your work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I second shot for you, you know, but it was your work. It was your shots that they'll be seeing and just go from there. I think my first joints was, I booked, like you said, I booked my first ones and I never did a wedding before. And um, I think I did like a free one for my cousin or something. And Mm -hmm. like, I hated it, but I I, I threw together like a a teaser video from it. And the teaser just looked really dope. And that just led to another one. And the other one was in like a Ruth Chris restaurant that they rented out a room (laughs) in. And I just made a teaser and it looked dope. And, you know, so forth and so forth. So... Yeah, dude, and and I know that from the wedding we got, like, it wasn't like, oh, man, like, this dude's shooting, like, at villas and stuff. But, you know, there's definitely enough there with that drone footage and some of that slow motion dancing. Like, you can put together a teaser that'll get people's attention. 100%. I'll put one together for you. No. So you think think just making a a teaser video rather than, like, a a whole highlight video would be, uh, would be my, like, thing to do. It'll be your foot in the door. And what yeah. you do, because it's your foot in the door, um, when you talk to clients, tell them, you know, then you can tell them your story, you know, about how the, the footage that you saw, you did shoot it, but you were uh, a second shooter for somebody else. And mm-hmm. you're trying to get in your first wedding. So that's why my price is this. Give it a justification. Don't just say my price is $500. They're going to be like, oh, you garbage dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> be like, you know, my price, uh, because this will be my first official wedding full day, you know, and I'm trying to get into it. I've been shooting videos for this long, but I want to get into weddings. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be my price for your video. Um, you know, some people are taking, some people won't. And, you know, like you yeah. said, it is what it is. And just go on to the next one. Somebody will, though, dude. I would be honestly shocked. And I'm getting pretty good at my predictions. If you reach out to 10 people, you know, if you made that teaser reach out to Tim brides to be grooms to be whoever and offer that video for 500 bucks. I would be completely surprised if you didn't book at least two of them, at least two. Um, now I guess if you're like a terrible at sales and you're like, I don't know, I wouldn't use me, but you know, I'll do it if you want. Like, don't say things like that. Um, I would be surprised if you couldn't book at least two out of that minimum. And I'm talking like in a week and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna have to get on that, like, because I, I seriously need to start like honing in on, on weddings because you know that's where that's where the loot's at, you know. I hear uh, <laughs> notorious B.I.G. Give me the loot, give me the loot, and that is, <laughs> that is where the weddings are, and that's, I mean, that's it's something that I, and what I also like doing is, you know, telling this like the story through the wedding and like. I put a I put together something and my sister actually walked in my room. I was like, hey, I put this together and like she got the chills on her arms and I was like, that is exactly what I loved like doing. Like the visuals on top of the song and giving that emotion to somebody else, like them getting the chills is something that I like strive to make on every single video. Yeah. Dude, that's exactly the kind of stuff you need to say to your clients. Because they'll be like, oh my gosh, I want to have that, you know? And then, boom, there's some money in your pocket. <laughs> well, I wish, I wish every client was like you. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Everybody's the same. Oh, um, man, dude. Dude, you got it. I appreciate that. I'm back, biatch. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make me put the explicit tag on this one too, man. <clears throat> dude, one thing that we need to do, Chaz and this just came to light right now 
is I feel like we need to head back down to schoolies and do another live update. <laughs> we need to pick a different spot, man. You think so? <laughs> Dude, there at the end, that was getting a little sketchy. Uh, you know, when, when dudes start hitting too many, too many shots and they're playing darts and start cussing at each other. That's, I want to go bowling. That's What? I'm going bowling. Yes. Okay. We were supposed to go bowling the first time. Dude, I went, uh, I took my kids bowling not too long ago. And there was like four or five frames in a row where I didn't hit any pins. That's pretty good, man. I'm so bad at bowling. Like, I don't know if I can let that be public. You know what Maybe I mean? Maybe we should put up the bumpers for you. Oh, dude, you put up the bumpers and I'll at least get one or two, every, you know, every time. At I least. I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> Dude, what else do you got for the listeners, man? It's been a while. What what do you got to what do you got to drop for them? I got nothing, dog. Nothing. I'm tired. I'm tired. You're tired. You've been This is the life. You've been busy this past week, dude. I've been stupid busy and I'm freaking tired. You're tired. You got to work tomorrow? Um, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well, hopefully so. they'll make you work. Maybe you can, you know, catch a couple of these there. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, as always, guys, anyone listening, if there's something you need to know or something you want to know, like Mark did, just reach out. Like the whole point of what me and Chaz want to do with the podcast uh, and with the group is just help people. So, you know, if we can help put some money in your pocket, let us know how. And we're happy to, you know, give you whatever advice we have. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. You know, like, comment, review. I don't even know if we should say that anymore. Nobody's doing it. Like I looked at our listeners um, what was it yesterday the day before let me pull them up Chaz because um, I got this little tool my little podcast analytics here um, that says like how many listeners we have hey and man while you're doing that Mark go ahead and um, give everybody like how they can hit you up man if they want to oh yeah follow you on social media or whatever bro gotcha so my name on my my name is <laughs> 1101 productions digital media I couldn't do a sole proprietor because it's not my name, so I had to get an mm-hmm. LLC. So it's 1101productions.com, um, and then it's on Instagram, it's 1101 underscore productions on Instagram. So hit me up if uh, anybody needs any videos made. I'm in Ohio. <laughs> I'm down to, down to drive anywhere. You know, three hours away, four hours away, doesn't matter. Your boy is ready to drive. No matter what. <laughs> Dude, I like it. Um, so I've got my tool up here, Chaz. And right now, we're sitting at, and this is an average of how many listeners we have, like, you know, I guess per episode or so. Um, okay. Right now, we're at 1,032. Um, That's a lot. <clears throat> that is a lot. I don't, I don't so, know that many people. I, well, neither do I. Uh, but clearly, you know, based on like just Mark's story here, like there's other people out there that are hearing it. You know, right. The weird thing is, we've got like fourteen reviews. Like, what? like how out of a thousand people, fourteen so, are like hey, that's not bad. We we need to do a giveaway. <clears throat> oh, I like it. We need to do a giveaway. A sketcher random a random daggone no. um comment. You got to subscribe. Listen up, guys. Well, hold on. What are we gonna give away? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking, you know, we could have one of our sponsors or partners. Uh, throw something in here. Sketchers, Squarespace, you know, our normal people. Yeah, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should get rid of some of that gear over there. Ooh. Ooh. Chaz, Chaz got rid of all of his gear. No, you Speaking didn't. That, Chaz. You see, the shelf is empty, bro. Well, Chaz, <laughs> I know That's we're, my gear shelf. We're oh, running a little over on time, but, you know, I'm not in a super big hurry. And for the gearheads out there, this is a. Uh, this is Chaz, Chaz's gear after dark. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> tell us about your gear situation, man. What have you been rolling with? Oh, man. I, I'm, I've been shooting mostly with well, my... Hold on. Um, Let me pause you. Start with what you used to have. Give us a rundown of your old gear list and now what you have now. What did I used to have? I used to have... Um, <clears throat> I had a, a, a Canon... C100 Mark II and Mark I, a, a C100 Mark I, the um, Sony A7S II, I had a, um, um, a A6500, an A6000, um, <laughs> um, I feel like I'm missing something. Um, I think you're missing one of your C100s. 
I said two of them oh, already. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and my drones, I had a Phantom Three and a Mavic Air at the same time. Um, that's I think that's it for my cameras. That's it. It's only those eight. <laughs> yeah. So what are you what are you rolling with now, dude? I heard you got a got rid of some stuff and and switched it out. Yeah, now I just have the um the FS five, A seven S two and A sixty five hundred. So you're down to three. Yeah, really, kind of two. Like I've been using the FS five. I just gotta practice with it. But I've been using the FS five as like a safety camera during dude, the ceremonies, and I don't on, pull it out man. anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bro. I shoot on the I shoot on the A seven S two like like eighty percent of the day, and then I use the A sixty five on certain gimbal shots, and that's it. I barely use it. Taz, so, what's going on, man? We need to we need to have I'm a talk tell you about what's this. going on. You sent me that GoPro shot, and I gotta get me a GoPro now. <laughs> I gotta get me a GoPro. Dude, I do like that GoPro shot. It's uh, it's pretty cool. You haven't seen the rest of the video yet, though. You don't even know if it's the best one in there. Nah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna get like a um. I'm looking at the A7, the A7-3s, mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm thinking about the A7-R, whatever it is. Okay. Um, Like the older one, not the new joint, the okay. older one. I think the two, the A7-R2. Yeah. For photos, for whenever I'm going to start, because I'm, I'm I'm looking at doing these hybrid joints like you, man. Yeah. Do photo and video. And I'm I'm kind of simplistic. You're, you're, you're simplistic. Your simplicity is like... The difference between pressing the record button and pressing the the shutter button. Right. I'm kind of like I don't even want to change the settings on any camera, so I just rather grab a whole different camera that's on like a strap and just take right. a picture. Yeah, and I drop it. And I go did back that at this video. last one. I mean, I had uh, my A7 III strapped on this side and several different things strapped on this side throughout the day. Aaron, yeah. Aaron literally looked like James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, with a license. I've never, <laughs> I've never seen him look like that. Aaron, Aaron comes to wedding. When he comes and shoots, when he comes and shoots at weddings for me, he kind of, it kind of concerns me because he doesn't oh. hardly bring anything, and I'm kind of like, man, you really don't have anything. He's like, here's my camera, here's my monopod, and that's it. Like you're just looking at, he don't have a bag on. Like he got his little sweater on. He might come with some headphones in or something. Yeah, He's just kind of like, bro, what are you? What are you gonna do here today? Are you gonna help me or like just sit down somewhere? <laughs> I'm a guest, but man. I'm a guest. At he wedding. gets the job done, man. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. We need to work out something, man. If you're looking for that GoPro, I'm looking for FS5. You know, maybe we can make some switches, some swaps. That sounds fair and even. <laughs> it's fair and even. It is, man. Go. It's the Hero Seven. You know. And it's newer than right. the FS5, so I'm just putting that yeah. out there for anybody who, who wants yeah. that. That's cool. Um, That's cool, man. Dude, Chaz, Mark, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, Chaz, you don't have anything for anybody. Mark, you got anything for anybody? That's it, man. Just keep grinding. That's, That's all. Keep keep hustling. Hustle harder. Uh, I've got nothing else. It's been fun. we got to get on these more regular. Uh, I enjoy them, and apparently people want to listen to them, and they're probably expecting us to put out episodes like we keep saying we will um so without anything else peace 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 peace, peace.